What's up, friends? Welcome to the 2-6 Podcast with Luke and Adrian. On this podcast, we focus on Web3 and achieving your personal potential. On today's episode, we're reflecting on a year filled with growth and insights, celebrating our journey through the evolving world of Web3. We'll also look ahead and set our sights on the horizon for 2024, eager to embrace new adventures and discussions on deck for Season 2. As with all of our episodes, nothing we'll say today is to be considered financial advice. This content is for entertainment purposes only. With that all said, let's get to it. What's up, friends? Welcome to the Two Six Podcast with Luke and Adrian. We are very happy to be with you to kick off 2024 and uh, talk a little bit about what's on the horizon for the podcast and uh, reflect a little bit on 2023. But before we do that, Age, what's up, bro? What's going on? Well, good, man. Dealing with some technical difficulties. That's why my mic sounds like crap again because I can't get my stuff to fit. But otherwise, we're starting off the new year. Good. So far. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's, I think we're going to get that all figured out. And uh, in, in the meantime, I think we got just some good stuff to talk about. So folks won't even, won't even pay attention to the sound at all. You have a, a master sound engineer um, over here that's going to clean up any right. of the audio stuff for you. And it's just going to be wonderful. I get my kids, so, my awesome. wife, and my dogs over there making a bunch of noise. You got to get all that out, Luke. It's okay. It's it humanizes you. So it just it like that's right. Thankfully, my dog is asleep right now, so she's not going to be licking any water. But um, if she was awake, she would be. You know, she's one of the loudest drinkers I've ever I've ever known of. So so yeah, she's so, a, she's a slurper. She is. She is. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about 2023. Um, so so couple of we we did a lot in 2023. So. I think one of the big things is we actually launched the podcast. So listeners, those that uh, may or be new to, newer to the show or just hadn't heard us talk about it before, um, it actually took us a little bit of time to get the podcast up and running. I think we first talked about the podcast in fall of 2022 and our first episode dropped in August. Um, so it took us a little bit of time. There was a, a lot of learning that that took place to kind of get us to a place where we were there, uh, both on you know just our general knowledge of of the space, but learning how to make a podcast. So I think that was one of the things that, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of, you know, our ability to, to do that, that I thought was, was good. Um, but, uh, but age, what, um, what kind of stood out in your mind in terms of stuff throughout 2023 that is just kind of a notable thing for the year? You know, I'm proud of you, Luke. Really. I'm thankful for you too. This podcast probably wouldn't be running without you. I think, uh, I think, you know, probably, some looking back into it, you know, really just kind of surrounding my people with successful people. Um, people like uh, Gary V, uh, AJ, his brother, Vaynerchuk, uh, Grant Cardone, um, just to name a few. I think, I think that's, you know, looking back at it, and I think also kind of what I'm wanting to do this year is keep, keep that going. Not only that, but a lot of the, I call them uh, mother brains in our chicken community because they, they're truly gents and they're truly, dude, I'm, I'm telling you that that community is full of, of some fantastic people. I, I think one of the biggest part is a lot of the communities that we're involved with are, are full of like great people, you know? So I think it's truly just continuing the last few months of being around, you know, just great people. Um, people that are doing things, people that are building stuff have great ideas. I think it just kind of helps me keeps the, the fire going in the furnace per se. And, um, I think that's kind of the big thing, man, is just taking some of the things that we've 
surrounded ourselves with and, and pulling that into the new year. That's my yeah. take. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we've both met some, some really cool people. I know you've, uh, you've maybe met a few more than me. You've had a couple of events that you've been to that I didn't. So, um, one of the things I'm looking forward to this year, I get to meet someone that you've already met and that's uh, Bill Murray. So we'll talk a little bit about yes. kind of what's upcoming there. But before we get into that, I want to maybe just hear a little bit about kind of, I don't think we've shared with the listeners kind of your experience with the Oceanside event that you went to. Um, and just for a little bit of context, listeners, this is a part of a, a project that we're both involved in uh, through the Chive uh, slash Project Minkman um, called the Bill Murray 1000 Project. And so uh, there's different levels of NFTs, and Adrian has one that uh, granted him some access to a really special event. You want to talk just a little about what that was like, Age, and, and kind of what you what you did? Yeah, I think um, I think that's probably been one of the one of the great little perks of of having an NFT with utility is is having that that Bill Murray NFT, um, especially with the OBs, we were able to go to Oceanside, California and actually hang out with Bill Murray. It was more of a, um, Caddyshack theme, which was due to just, it's, it's perfect for Bill. Right. And it was, it was small. Um, I think that's what was probably one of the best things about it. I would say there was probably maybe 90, 95 people or less. I mean, I don't remember doing a head count. Um, we were just having a, a blast. But it's it's just one of those things I think that really gets in the back of my mind of where NFTs are going to go, what kind of utility they may have, and then we're doing it again here on January twenty sixth, um, where some of us OBs, the original build NFT holders, and then also of course some of the destination holders are going to be able to hang out and uh, and be with Bill out in in Austin, Texas. So I think that's kind of the cool part. We get to go back to Austin because obviously Luke likes us being over there to hang out with him and take over his place. But, um, I mean, I, I think we're all, we're always excited. Of course I do. <laughs> we, we love Austin, dude. Austin's cool. So we're, and it's not going to be hot. So we're, I'm even more excited about that. Um, but dude, I'm, I'm just yeah. totally pumped because I think we have a huge lineup this year of what hanging out with you. I mean, we're going to do a bunch yeah. of cool stuff this year. So, you know, that's definitely one thing that I'm looking forward to. Not only, you know, Bill Murray's going to start it off, but it's, um, you know, truly from there, we got South by Southwest, which is not NFT based, but there's a lot of little conference um, talks going on at the same time. And um, then we're going to go into consensus, which is, I think, going to be yeah. huge this year. So it's really interesting. I still want to talk a little bit about South by Southwest because it's, it's, it's an event that um, it's really like it has certain parts that are real consistent. And I think one of the things that we like, so me, Adrian, his wife, Stacy, my sister-in-law really like is the film festival. So we get to watch a bunch of cool films that are maybe indie films. Some of them are big releases. We can kind of mingle with other folks and things like that. Um, and then there's the interactive side, which is very kind of loosely defined. It basically means technology, but it can mean a whole lot of different things. So one year it might like years ago, this is, this is older, but um, it was all about internet of things. So like all of our connected devices, it was talking all about that. And then the next year, you know, another year Twitter launched there um, now known as X uh, launched there. And then, you know, two years ago uh, it was all about NFTs. And then the next year, last year, it was all about AI and it was kind of interesting because they were not like the AI people kind of like it's, it's, in, it's kind of a weird dynamic. So the people that are into web three NFTs, blockchain, that kind of thing are really interested in AI and the AI people kind of think that maybe they're better than 
the blockchain people. At least that was my impression. Um, so um, I, I had a chance to listen to one of the co-founders of of OpenAI talk, and he was very not nice about um, about blockchain stuff, kind of acting like it was useless. Which, as we all know, those of us that are fans of, of Web three stuff know it is not. They're gonna they're gonna converge. I mean, it's 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 eminent, right? I mean, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. And yeah. I think that's and one I, of the cool things with with uh, both. Um, I think even like we didn't we didn't spend a whole lot of time with the conference stuff, but there's a lot of great integrations with both. Uh, there wasn't this last time, but I think there will this time with AI and also with NFTs and and, and just the the space web. I'll call it Web three, or what AJ might say, Web three two point or two point five. But I think it'd be one of those cool things to see how they kind of integrate how they're all going to kind of come together. And dude, I don't know, man, I'm kind of excited for the future. I think, I think things are going to really start moving. Yeah. I think, I think that's one of the things that, um, I think I've heard Gary talk about this a lot, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, and then some other folks have talked about it a lot. Whereas, you know, the blockchain is really kind of a necessity for AI, the world that we're going to be in, you know, a year or two from now. And really the main reason for that is if you think of like, most folks have heard about deep fakes, but with AI, those can go to a whole other level. It doesn't just look like you. It might sound exactly like you. They can just take some bites of sound and make a video that convincingly looks like you. Well, you need a way to verify, did that video represent the person I thought it was? And the blockchain is the solution for that. If they have a way to, you know, assign a digital signature that shows, hey, this actually was a video made by this person, then you know you can trust it versus all the other videos that are surely going to be floating out around there, around the internet that are fake. And so there's going to be a real need to know like what's real and what's not. And the blockchain is a solution for that. So uh, I, I think some of the folks that kind of get like real high-minded about what AI is and how it's, they think it's better, that kind of thing. It's like, it's not better or worse. Like we need both of these things. This is kind of my view. Yeah, I totally agree, man. So awesome. So let's, uh, let's talk about some other conferences. So we went to, uh, we went to a couple of them. So, uh, we talked about, about South by Southwest a little bit. VCon was one of the big ones for me. Uh, and yeah, we did a whole VCon. episode on that, but, uh, I, I kind of think back to some of the stuff that, you know, I took away from there, but, but H what you want to start us off with just kind of, what were some of the things that you felt like you got from VCon Any anything that you'd want to share on that? Dude, I spent my birthday over there. You did. I mean, I did. And it, um, it was pretty, it was, it was, it was interesting spending my birthday without my family there, but I mean, you're my family, of course, <coughs> but your brother was there. I know you were there, <laughs> but it, it, uh, I think, dude, I think for me, that was, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it started off, but I think it really started it off in terms of, for one, this podcast, um, two, I think it just was, was motivating in itself. Uh, I, I think I really got engaged with with Twitter slash X um, and just really started to kind of get a little bit more in tuned of, I don't know, not, not just in tune, but also motivated in, into doing different things. The speakers were great. Um, and just the, the whole, the whole, I hate using the word vibe, but the whole vibe was, was truly good. And the energy, I'll call it the energy because people get weird with energy, energy, but the energy was good. And everybody was like super excited. There was like no negativity. Um, super happy to be around other like-minded people and individuals. So I mean, dude, it was 
it was cool. I was really sad that I wasn't there the year prior, but I mean, even if I spent my birthday over there and had White Castle sliders, it was still good. <laughs> it was good. I, and I was glad that we had a chance to to get you your first White Castle experience. Yeah. So that was good. One of the things I thought was just cool about that in general, um, and I'll get back to the whole vibe word because I, I did want to say something on that. Uh, but uh, one of the things I thought was cool was that the very first people we met there, we like became friends the whole time. Like we met like four or five different people at the airport and we like hung out like for a good portion of the rest of the conference. Um, and I just thought that was cool. Like one of them, like one, one of the people that we met, I, uh, she has a podcast as well. It's a mindfulness podcast. Um, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes as well. Her name is Melanie Whitney. Um, but it's really good. And so if you ever kind of need any help with that kind of thing, she has a, she's a great resource for that. I think she does some consulting for it too, but like we hung out with her and, and this guy, Mike, that, um, has a Greek restaurant out in, in Philly and some other guys from, uh, from South Texas and stuff. And it was just like, we met these people like within seconds of landing and like, we're now all friends. Um, uh, and I just felt like that was one of the whole, like things about VCon that was cool is that we just met all these people like Chris, we met there, a lot, a lot of folks we met um, out there that are still friends today. So I just thought that was a cool thing about that one. Dude, Greek Mike. Greek yeah. Mike. And we, we, we actually were on the, uh, we did the, the, the tour. tour at, yeah. At VFriends or, or VaynerX. Yeah. Super cool guy, dude. I mean, it, it's, it, and that's, I think the big part of, of web three is, is the, the networking and not even networking, but I mean, just the connections that you make in general with people that you normally wouldn't even meet. So I, I think it's really cool to, it all kind of brings together a community of, again, like-minded people, man. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's talk about vibe. So <sighs> I don't like the word. So I don't have, a, I don't, it. It, <laughs> so, so for me, it depends on the usage of the word. So if I'm describing like what's the vibe of the room or what's the vibe of the place, that I totally get. I think that's a really normal, valid way to use that word. What I don't can't get my head around, and if listener, if you listeners, if one of you responds in the comments and explains to me in a way that it makes sense, I will reach out to you and I will do something nice for you. I don't know what that is, but it's vibing. Like what does it mean if I say that me and Adrian are vibing? I don't understand. It's never made sense to me. Like, does it just, it, what does it mean? Like, like what is another description of that, that thing? So anyway, that one, that one's always been one that's bothered me because I've never understood it. Cause you're feeling me, Luke, you're feeling me. You're with me. You're, you're on the same page as I am. We're vibing. On the I same page. I just don't page. like the word. Whatever. I just rather say. Okay. All right. You know, we're, we're, we're on like. We're on the same page, Luke. <laughs> all right. All right. We got maybe, good energy. Maybe, Let's do it. May, all right. Maybe I need to take back my offer and I'll do something nice for you. We'll, we'll figure no, we'll, you'll, 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 you'll get the price. I, whoa, we, do we, whoa. Do we go into that? Do we go whoa. into what we just said? I know it so sounds weird, but. We will, we'll, we will talk more about that. Um, so, about what, Luke? So, so listeners, if you heard what Adrian said, he was not <laughs> making any kind of inappropriate offer. There's a meme coin that's on the avalanche blockchain um that is dollar sign coq um and it's uh it's actually gained a lot of popularity so those that you know maybe are newer to web3 um you know meme coins are basically a, a a type of crypto coin that you create 
Um, a lot of other coins like Ethereum, Avalanche, they're kind of the, the gas token that operates the blockchain. And a meme coin is one that doesn't really have any specific utility. There's not something specific you're supposed to use it for. It's just something that people like, they collect, they maybe create things to use it, which which Cock is actually, the, the folks in Cock are actually doing a, um, a, a, a hackathon right now um, to um, to kind of build use cases for it. Um, but, uh, but that's, that's what he was saying in, in that, uh, that little bit. And he, uh, those that are not watching the video version, when he, when he heard me actually say, instead of spell out COQ, he, he jumped with, <laughs> with surprise that I would say it. I love it because and, it sounds and, so, it sounds so horrible and vulgar, but it, it's a, uh, I tell you, it brings a smile to your face. <laughs> I mean, it's just part of what a rooster says. Right. Which, 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 and, by the way, and, last the last couple of weeks, I was staying at my sister's house, and there is a very persistent rooster that lives next door to her, and he will crow all hours of the day. It's not just morning wake up call. It's he's crowing at noon, five p.m., even after dark, he's crowing. He just keeps going nonstop. So, it gave me a new appreciation for for that well, as well. It was it was year of the cock, Luke, and you realize. I remember going to Lamb's restaurant <laughs> and they always had it on the menu, right? Of, of what you were, I think like this year's the year of the dragon and I'm a cock. So, I mean, it, it, uh, you know, now everybody knows, but, uh, yeah, I'm a cock. Which by the way, did you see on, on X, any of those videos of, uh, in, I think it was in Seoul, Korea. They had this amazing drone show with a, like a giant dragon, like eating the moon. Um, it was, it was pretty amazing. Like it was probably the best drone show that I've seen. Like well, I was drone shows there, are, they're, 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 they're ridiculous. We, they had it at the uh, balloon fiesta last, the year pr prior 22. And I mean, they're pretty impressive. They're really actually yeah. really impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so to kind of get us back on, on, on topic of the conference. So VCon, like so one of the things you mentioned, um, is that was really the catalyst for us actually, you know, making the podcast happen. So, so listeners, one of the things that, you know, I started to talk about a little bit before where, you know, we planned for this maybe a, a year ago, over a year ago now, and it took us a really long time to, to do it. Um, but really, I think that inspiration that we had from VCon, the, you know, it's, it's motivation, just like, Hey, it's okay if we fail, like, it's okay if we, you know, don't, have the best possible podcast on day one, every episode is about getting better. And that's really the, one of the things that we've tried to do is, you know, continue to, you know, get our skills better, you know, quality content, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully uh, if you were with us on day one and you are still with us now, um, you uh, have noticed an improvement there. And if you haven't, um, then we will keep working on that. Um, so, so we're, <laughs> yes, sorry, good. Well, <laughs> it's just it's just fine bro you're fine um i'm not vibing not vibing not vibing all right so so let's talk a little bit about some of our episodes that we've done um and i'm not going to ask you your favorite episode but uh want to just kind of talk through you know some of the things that you know maybe if, if a listener's newer to the podcast uh, it's kind of trying to decide you know which one should i listen to that kind of thing you know what were some of the yeah. ones that that are good to, to kind of get started with that kind of thing. So I think we have, you know, we have a few different types of podcasts. So, so we have some that if, you know, today's maybe your first time listening to it, there's some you'll see that say W3PS, which stands for Web3 Project Spotlight. 
Uh, and we've done those for a few different NFT projects. So we've done it a few of them for chicken. Uh, we've done a, a couple that were based off of Vayner Sports Pass. Uh, one of them was actually a deep dive into that one was an interview with AJ, the founder. Uh, and then we did one for Love Monster as well. Uh, but kind of just thinking through those, AJ, anything that you'd kind of call out in particular related to the the spotlight ones that we had? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think the, the immediate ones that come into my head is uh, the one with Sherbach. He's the, for anybody who doesn't know who Sherbach is, he's one of the lead, uh, de- de- yeah, one of the lead developers or, or uh, creators mm-hmm. of, of Chicken, which is one of the Web3 projects on Avalanche. I think that was one, a really good one um, when it came down to, I know now it's like, I feel like I'm trying to say who my favorite kid is without saying who my favorite kid is. I'm not saying who your favorite um, is. I'm just saying like, <laughs> like for people. I, I mean, oh. no disrespect to anybody who I'm not mentioning here, but I, I think Sherbach was definitely great. Um, AJ was, was awesome. It was definitely a shorter episode, but it was good. And I have to say, man, I know, I wish you were there, but uh, Gary Cardone was, was really good actually listening back to it. And I made it more of kind of like an entrepreneurial type of, of interview with some web three or crypto or Bitcoin at the very end. Um, but man, you know, listening back to that one, dude, there was a lot of great little tidbits in there that I think is, is good for the space. You know, a lot of, you know, if you're into the entrepreneurial side, it was good, but to the later part, you know, listening to some of the, uh, some of the crypto talk was kind of cool. Uh, and I, we'll, we'll get back to some of those clips and whatnot, but those are the, those are probably the three that really stood out to me. What about you, man? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think they all kind of had a different purpose to them. Um, so if I think about kind of, it really de- just depends on what somebody might be looking for. Like, let's say you are interested in chicken. Like, well, we had four episodes that were focused on chicken. So we had two that were interviews, one with Sherbach Holmes, one with KFC. And then we had two that were us kind of talking about it. So if maybe you are newer to chicken, you want to learn more about that. I would really recommend those first two that we did really kind of diving into the overall ecosystem and then farmland as well, uh, where we got into that. Um, Sherbox interview, I thought was really cool because I think it really got us into, you know, what is the, like, he has a really good like understanding of the space. Like he's great at networking amongst other projects, partnering with other projects and really kind of talking I was really inspired by just hearing him talk about what he hopes for um, both chicken and avalanche and the overall NFT space. So I thought that was really cool. KFC's interview, I think is one, especially if you're interested in getting a kind of an inside look at, you know, what's the life of a dev. So if you're wanting to maybe start a project of your own, really kind of understanding what is that really like? Uh, so I think because sometimes it can sound like really cool, like I'm doing a hackathon, I'm going to be writing all this code and you know making this great thing. But there's some other things that come along with that. There's a lot of expectations from the community. Um, and so I thought KFC did a really good job kind of sharing what that's like as well. So um, so yeah. I kind of had a, a few different things on that I liked about each of them. So I couldn't really... I couldn't really single out a favorite, but um, I think there's just different stuff depending on what you're wanting to learn. Absolutely. I think, I think one of the biggest things too, Luke, that, and I, I, I don't know, man, I don't know if anybody really likes those questions, but I'm always wanting to hear people's stories. I think when I first got into the space, I wanted to see, man, how do you get into this? How do you build something? And hearing people who have actually done it and been successful at it, it's nice to hear what their story was and what that process was like. So I, I think for me, that's uh that's definitely kind of one of those you know hearing hearing how people 
what their journey was to get there, what their story was. And and truly, going back, and Luke, I think you and I should probably maybe put out some type of survey on, uh, I think Spotify has a survey. So if you're listening on Spotify, I think Luke and I are going to put out a survey of of what you guys really want us to talk more about. I think it would be a little bit helpful getting some of that feedback. Um, or or if, if not, just dropping down a comment, what you guys like. Do you guys like the Web3 stuff? Do you like the business? Do you like more of the entrepreneurial stuff? You know, people's stories. Do you like the uh, personal motivation or the personal... Uh, achieving your personal potential. Achieving your personal potential. <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, there, there's a lot of cool <laughs> things, right? I have a lot of hidden gems of real estate tips and tricks and all this other stuff that I never posted because all I could do is record it. I can never push the button. So it makes it a lot easier having my bro next to me and pushing that button. So push the button. You guys need to push the button. Leave a comment. Answer the <laughs> survey. Help us out. If not, we're just going to be talking about stuff. Yeah. We'll be vibing. We'll, t- we'll talk about good stuff, but we, <laughs> but it is important for us to know kind of what, which, which parts of, of our content are, are more valuable, or maybe there's some, something else that we want to explore. So that kind of thing definitely is, is good. Um, but kind of yeah. based on what you were talking about too, one of them that I would, I would also call out, like we had, we had some really good other ones too. So just, we're going to, I'm going to kind of go through all the different interviews that we did. Cause I think they all kind of brought something, you know, different to them. So, so we talked about the chicken ones. Um, Love Monster was a great one as well. So we had a chance to really spend a good amount of time with Liam. We got to do a deep dive into, into the project. We got to do some on-screen demos, those kinds of things. Um, but I thought it was really cool kind of to your point about learning how people get started. Cause I think sometimes people imagine like a job or a, a profession that you have, and they think there's one path to get to that. I don't think we've heard the same path from any single person we've ever talked to. They all got to where they got a different way. Um, and it just kind of shows that, you know, sometimes you don't have to always wait for that perfect path, that kind of thing. So Liam, you know, his path was really going through more of the art side of things. He got really well connected with, you know, doing album art and that kind of thing in the music industry. And then kind of pivoted from that into, you know, doing more blockchain type of things. And now he runs a web through game, which he doesn't have a, a gaming background, but they built a, a really cool game. And it's just a matter of kind of how, you know, doing what you love and what you're interested in can evolve over time and get you into something that maybe you would never have thought you were going to do, which I, I thought was just a cool, cool thing with his story. And then similarly, like, like Michael from Vayner Sports Pass, like he like got a job at Vayner X, like right out of school and just through networking, getting good contacts, you know, demonstrating an interest in what he wanted to do in web three, you know, he and Gary were able to get him hooked up with AJ to get him, you know, running, you know, Banner Sports Pass, which I think is really cool too. So it's just kind of, it always just fascinates me how like the paths people can take and that kind of thing too. So that's definitely one that I'm always interested in, in learning more about. Yeah, that's pretty good, Luke. I mean, I mean, it's really, it's really hard to, <laughs> it's really, I mean, there, I think that's the main thing. And I'm not saying that because obviously it's our podcast, but I mean, having these guests on, even even just a little bit of tips or or some of the things that they were you know their situations that got them into the space um and and truly i mean it's man, it's just it's great i don't know and maybe maybe i'm alone with that i like to just hear people's stories on how they started their journey and i think that's mainly what our, we've been doing so far and i think that's what's been what's been been pretty good yeah 
Yeah, for sure. And and like I said, they all they all kind of have different different stuff as well that I think was good. So I think like just to kind of touch on a couple other ones. So you mentioned AJ's. So I was really interested in his interview specifically about kind of where he sees the space going. Um, Cause I think that's one of the areas that, you know, he does a lot of thought on um, in terms of kind of navigating, not only the present, but for the future. Um, so he had some really good insights around, you know, how it can get in NFTs and web three can handle more of the boring type of things that are really just, if you think about it, the boring things are what people need. The fun things are what they want. Um, and you make a lot more money on the things that people need. Um, so, so, um, so I thought that was, that was definitely one, one that was good. And then if I think about, about Gary Cardone's interview that you, that you all had, you know, I was really, again, in his situation, really interested in his story and kind of how he you know overcame a lot of things. Um, like his, his childhood was, um, was a little bit rough um but he really through a lot of determination got to where he needed to be and so and obviously built several great companies too so i think they all kind of had something something different that was good about each of the episodes so i was just really happy that we got to do them all right so let's talk a little bit about 2024 what can we share that listeners can expect without going into specific guest type of things um that'll that'll will be out there in 2024. Um, and I can start with just a couple of things. I think one of the things we want to probably spend a little bit more time on, and we're definitely going to listen to you know anyone that, that does give us a response to the survey and that kind of thing. But one of the things that I think we're really excited about is getting a little bit more into um, NFT projects in general. Um, so we'll do a, a few more episodes deep diving into chicken. We kind of started with a couple of the basic things, but I know that there's a lot of folks that are newer to the ecosystem, maybe don't know, you know, where to start in terms of the different strategies that are out there. There's some things that are changing, new things that are launching. Uh, so we'll definitely do some more there. Um, but there's a lot of other projects that are out there as well that uh, we really kind of want to dive into. So I would say probably expect more um, project-based episodes. Um, so you may, may or may not see them with the W3PS label on them like we've been using. Uh, but um, I think that'll be one of the ones that we'll probably spend a, little, a lot more time on. Yeah, and I think with with that too is maybe just staying more into the Web three space. Um, maybe staying with more of the trends. Uh, I think one of the biggest trends that I'm super excited about is the uh, RWAs or the real real world assets, and and tokenizing those. Right. So I think that is going to be a huge industry change changer. Um, it's going to dominate. I truly feel. But I mean, you know, just kind of keeping up with the trends. I mean, I, I don't know. Again, leave us some comments, dude. Let us know what you guys think. Because then we can talk about it. Because I mean, truly, it's like, I'm excited about it. But I mean, are you guys excited about it? Do I want to talk about it? Or am I just excited about it? And Luke's just as excited as I am. It's well, like maybe these, they're not excited projects, about right? it because they haven't heard us talk about it yet. Right? RWAs, man. <laughs> We need to, I'm starting yeah. to look into that more. That's a, that's a big, I know Gary V talks about it quite a bit. Um, I think AJ had mentioned it as well. It, it's, it's dude, it's going to be tokenizing real world assets. So to kind of give you an example, of what I'm talking about is if you had collector's cards and you wanted to digitalize it for one, it would show the ownership that you owned it and you could either up, like keep it or obtain it, or you can keep it in there. There's some like people that will keep, a vault and if you sell it then they automatically mail it to there or you can leave it there in the vault but you're you're the owner of the digital asset even though there's a real world item 
and that, and that goes from anywhere from trading cards. It's going to go into probably vehicles to real estate to you name it, anything real world that is just going to be a lot easier to prove that you own it and you have the digital asset and the real world asset along with it, which is kind of tying yeah, the I whole think, blockchain. I think that one's a, a big opportunity. And actually, I, I don't know if you happen to catch it today, but uh, Dominic Carbonaro, he leads NFTs for, for Avalanche blockchain, um, actually tweeted about it or posted about it uh, that you know he's really interested in people that are wanting to build that kind of technology specifically to be on avalanche for things that are like sneakers, um, jewelry, um, collectible cards, those kinds of things on, on the avalanche blockchain. Cause there's others, others that exist out there today. I think AJ talked a little about it when we interviewed him, the courtyard NFT uses that same kind of tech where you can send your graded cards over to courtyard. They'll store them, they'll tokenize them and they'll hold them. Um, and I know that, I mean, based on this, this Twitter post or X post, um, you know, there's definitely an interest in having something like that on Avalanche as well. Um, and I think like we talked about with AJ, I think that there's a lot of folks that are collectors of things that don't necessarily also want to be in the storage business. Um, you know, like they want one, because some of those things are, you know, risky to keep at home. Like if they're really valuable, you could get robbed, your house could burn down, your house could flood, they could get ruined and you could just keep them in a safe place. That's, that's a nice thing with that. And then the other is just, if you have a lot, like, do you have a room or two in your house to keep all of that? That's I have a third that's car garage, third car garage full of shit. Worthless cardboard as some people would say, but yeah, yeah. if enough people decide it's valuable. worthless, then maybe it's going to be worth something you know, years from now. That's right. That's I mean, right. If, they, if a lot of that, that's how things get valuable. So like those old cards that, um, our, our dad used to collect, like the reason they were valuable is because they were literally on a cereal box and most people threw the box away and only a very small portion didn't throw them away. And that's why they're valuable. Um, so right. deflationary, everybody, they're all deflationary now. Yes. <laughs> so, so awesome. we should call yeah. it so worthless, think, and then we'll have a space maybe about worthless JPEGs. Worthless, worthless JPEGs. There's actually, I don't know if it's a scam or not, but I have been seeing on X, there's a, there's a, a, a program or something where they'll, they'll buy your useless JPEGs. Um, they buy it for like a penny or something, but the idea is for like tax, this is not financial advice, uh, but the idea is that it's for um, tax loss harvesting. Um, and so they'll, they'll do that, which who knows, like do your own research. If you're going to do anything like that, um, it very well could be some kind of scam where they get access to your wallet. So I wouldn't, trust anything without doing the research, but I know that's a thing. Like there's people out there that do that. And probably what they're banking on is that one of those things that someone decides is useless 10 years from now is like the next crypto punk or something. So yeah. I'm, a, I'm guessing that's I've what got after. I got a lot of worthless shit in my wallet. So, Hey, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like that crypto punk that just kind of somebody will find, like I have a care bear and who gives a shit. But anyway, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it could be. I, I I unfortunately had to to burn a few of my NFTs before the before the end of the year because that one was unfortunately a confirmed project that was closed down. Which um, I was I was bummed to see. It wasn't a rug. It was just one that just things didn't work out, and uh, you know the, those NFTs are never, never going to be any good. So I uh, I sent them to the burn wallet, so they they are no longer in circulation. Mm. 
Maybe that's what I should do with all my rugged ones. But you never know. You never know. It could be a risk. Could could be something someone else decides to add some utility to these <sighs> NFTs that I burned, and I'm going to be sad because I just threw them into the nether. As some of the people that know me, I'm a hoarder of digital content, so it'll probably just stay there forever. So you get lost if you were peeking into my wallet. You get lost in all the fun, Luke. So, so Adrian does not embrace the idea of open blockchain when it comes to um, people being able to see his stuff. Um, I frequently make it a habit to look in his wallet, um, no matter no matter how hard he tries. I can always track him down. He's got to he's got to go through a lot of steps to hide it from me. I need a private wallet, right? For all my embarrassments, that doesn't exist. <laughs> Transfer history still stays on the blockchain. That's right. <laughs> so, all right, bro. Well, I think that's probably a good place for us to wrap it up. Um, but, um, but yes, yeah, so any, any kind of parting thoughts, anything for 2024 we want to think about or anything before we go? No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited again, of course, for VCon 24, which is going to be in LA. I think that's going to be one of the big highlights as well. I think uh, we mentioned a few, I didn't get into May yet. So I think we've got a lot of good upcoming stuff. Um, Truly, truly, I would like to hear what people would like to hear more of. So if you're on Spotify, if you could answer the quick question, the quick survey, that'd be awesome. Or just drop in some comments. Let us know what you'd like to hear, what you'd like hearing, what you'd like to hear more of. I think that'd be really helpful for, for Luke and I. Awesome. Yep. And definitely, like Adrian said, a lot of cool things coming up for the year. Um, definitely want to hear from you. If you did enjoy today's episode, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Um, definitely helps us out quite a bit and, um, be sure to go in and, uh, and complete that survey. But, um, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Appreciate you and uh, have a good day. Later. Peace.